and welcome to another spacey version of Anime Attaché. We are a part of the Fundamentals Network and we are, you know, introducing a show where we talk about anime. It's in the title. Season one, we explored My Hero Academia. In season two, we are, I wasn't quite prepared. I, I've been really on the on the ball with like, instead of diving, you know, we're, we're flying yeah. into space. You have been nailing that. Today's version, I think. We're, we, we're spacing into space. Falling. Uh, oh, I like falling. <laughs> this episode, we are falling out of glass windows into mm-hmm. Cowboy Bebop. See? Yep. Yes, we it. are. Nailed it. Yeah. Sure are. Yep. Yes. I'm leaving all of it in, though. <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, B. Zelda. They, them. I will also be your sensei and almost guider of the show, although a lot of this is new to me because I haven't seen it in like 20 years. So this episode yeah. was wild. Uh, Ballad mm-hmm. of the Fallen Angel. But before we jump into that, my two students, hello and welcome to today's class. Hello. Thank you. So happy to be here. My name is Kelsey and my pronouns are she, her. And I'm Steven, he, him. So glad to be seeing you all this morning. I will say it's, it has <laughs> been pretty fun. Be like, I feel like with My Hero Academia, nothing surprised you. Like you were on top of it, what mm-hmm. was happening, like even I feel like some of them, you didn't even watch the whole episode before we do it, but you knew exactly what was happening. So it has been kind of fun. We've been watching the episodes together, like over the internet and you're getting to my watch live you, reaction. Yeah, your live reaction <laughs> to something that you haven't seen in a really long time has been pretty fun because I feel like My Hero Academia, you're passionate about it because you love it. Yeah, and I've but consumed you, all of it. Like I read the manga, I've watched the anime right. two to three times. But seeing you kind of get to react to it, it, it does add to the love because I feel like how can you not be excited about something that someone else is so excited about? I love that. Oh yeah. my goodness. That yeah. makes me happy because fun. like watch, like the three of us watching this episode, it was just like oh my god oh yeah, my this- god no <laughs> what is we have to pause rewind oh, like just so much yeah drama that was, that drama, was, drama drama it the show really took a tonal shift strong mm-hmm. and you could tell right from like the first the the very opening scene but i guess we should should i do my recap yeah. i think it's time okay so um we I'm 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 actually gonna try to do it without my notes, but um, so I might not get everything exactly in order. But basically, we come upon these like crime syndicates, and they're making a deal um with a, someone else that I don't think we really have any context for who it is. Yao, they're signing. Yao, oh god, what was it? Yao Yenrai. Yao Yenrai. But then, so they sign a contract in blood, which is like Ew. intense. Yeah, diseases. And then. Yeah, and then the guy promises the the head guy Mao promises no more betrayals, and then immediately they blow up this guy's spaceship as he's flying away, and then immediately Mao's like second in command murders him, but before he dies, he says this wouldn't have happened if Spike was here, and that was the first moment where we were all like, <gasps> damn, yeah. yeah, why would Spike be there? And then, so then it goes to, back to the ship with Jet and Spike, and um, Spike wants to go after this bounty for um, this man who killed the leader of the crime syndicate. 
And he really, really wants to do it. And I feel like Jet has a sense that this has something to do with Spike's past, Mm -hmm. but doesn't really know. So then when he pushes him on it, Spike starts to push Jet on his past and there's like a fight. So basically he says, I'm not going to back you up on this if you do this. And Spike goes anyway. And then Faye sticks her nose in it. She decides she's (laughs) going to get involved. It is. (laughs) She decides she's going to get involved, but doesn't really tell anyone. So she goes and gets like puts on this really, really skimpy dress and goes to find. Puts her hair up. Notice when she comes in like the beginning of the episode, she has all those bags. Mm. Uh huh. I feel like that's just her wearing everything that she bought right there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What a perfect opportunity for me to wear these new clothes I bought. (laughs) Yes. Um, so she gets dressed up. She goes to the opera to see Mao. Does she not know he's dead at that point yet? No. Okay. So she goes to see him and like gets led into his box, which is surprising to her, and then realizes that she's sitting next to a dead man who has had mm-hmm. his throat cut. They kidnap her. They use her as bait to get Spike to come to the church, which... If we remember in episode one, we had flashbacks to a scene in a church. They it seems like it's the same location. There's like debris on the ground and stuff. So Spike says he's going to go. Once again, Jet is like, I'm not going to help you. But then like it starts to go down and it like it goes really badly. And Faye calls Jet and it does seem like he does come to his rescue, even though that we don't explicitly see that. Yeah. But at one point, Spike and Vicious, who they know each other, um, is the one who killed Mao. They they are fighting, fighting, fighting. And then they basically kill each other. <laughs> like Spike shoots him at the same time as the other guy gets him with a sword. And then Vicious pushes him out the window to fall to his death. But Spike manages to throw a grenade. So it's just like a big mess. But while Spike is falling, we get like a four minute montage of like flashbacks. <laughs> What's it that long? I don't know. It It felt long. It felt long. And it's flashbacks to more information about what had happened in the church, but also like a scene where him and Vicious were all obviously having each other's backs. They were working together and they were friends. And um, there's that blonde woman. There was a blonde woman. but, But then kind of the last scene of the flashbacks is him collapsing in front of a building and the blonde woman is there and she seems to save him basically and mm-hmm. nurse him back to life. Um, which makes me wonder if this is the incident where everyone thought he died. But anyway, we can get back to that later. Cause, Oh, cause we find out basically everyone thought that Spike was dead. In yeah. For three years. That he used to be part of. Yeah. And then, so Sailor Moon is there, <laughs> and no, I'm just kidding. It's not really Sailor Moon, but that's she kind of looks like her. We can call her Usagi. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then, um, he wakes up on the spaceship, and he's back there. He's in a full body mummy, full body, like his mouth, full was body covered. cast. <laughs> I um, feel like the mouth must have been must have been Jet though. Yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, you don't have any injuries here, but I'm not listening yeah. to you for a while. I don't, don't want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> and that's basically where it ends is we don't really know how jet was saved or found we spike, don't know what yeah. happened to oh yeah sorry spike we don't know what happened to any of the other guys in the church and we don't know if vicious really died in that grenade There's even no though no no but like that was like a really that? big we that was a real big explosion uh, he also spike fell from like Four stories true. Into a pile of glass. But maybe Jet 
this is what I'm picturing is Jet caught him at the last second. Beautiful. (laughs) You like ran to his rescue and caught him. Caught him, yeah. Yeah, so like it's strong arm fall. It still hurt. Tears streaming down his face. That's what I'm picturing is that he somehow didn't absorb the full impact of that fall. Yeah. And that's where it left it. And it really feels like I could use some additional information. Yeah, there was a lot. Well, okay, so Vicious, there was a cut, like a, a, a short scene in the sepia tone flashback where the two of them have their backs together. Yeah. So you kind of like in the way like Vicious was talking to him, like we are of the same blood. We have that right. beast inside of us or some of that nonsense. Um, But like that really gives me the vibe like they worked together, like in that syndicate with Mao Yenrai, um, they they were partners, they were buddies. Yeah. And I feel like back to back is like. It's like brothers. Yeah. It's like we have each other's backs exactly. almost. Yeah. And then like then that scene where it flashes to Vicious laying naked, well, presumably naked next to the woman um, in bed. Like, mm-hmm. is that the betrayal? Is that why they tried to oh. kill each other? Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't even. I didn't yeah, that had that But that makes sense because I actually said out loud, why is Vicious in Spike's flashback of his <laughs> life? Like yes. without... Yeah. No, but that makes sense that he would be remembering that maybe that's but but then is that why there was a showdown in the church originally? Right, it could have been over that woman. There's also like think of those scenes where he's holding that bouquet of flowers and yeah, it, we've seen I think a couple of times that one rose that, that falls to the puddle. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It was Ooh. this was I feel like from this is an episode of a show that I could watch by itself. Yeah. Even. Like but without you really knowing that any build of the up. You don't think like any oh. of the context would have helped. No, no, I think it absolutely does help, but I'm just saying it was that good. Yes. Like, okay. like it was that well done mm-hmm. and like the, the artistry and how it was written and orchestrated and the flashbacks and all of that stuff. Um, it was incredible. Yeah. It's interesting to me, like kind of going back to the beginning too of well, first, when they were like, this wouldn't have happened if Spike was here. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, what are you talking about? Why would he be there? And then, but it's interesting because it feels like this is an episode where Jet really, like, encountered the end of his rope yeah. with Spike's shit. He was mm-hmm. just like, mm-hmm. I have to draw the line somewhere. And I, this is, like, I'm not doing this with you. You obviously have some ulterior motives. There's obviously something else going on here. And then Spike, like a child, is like, well, why don't you tell me about your past? (laughs) This has has nothing to do with that, okay? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I know you are, but what am I? Mm -hmm. But I also feel like we've seen Jet tolerate so much that it really indicates, like, this is too far. This is too much. And that in itself is telling as well. Like, we've never seen Jet Mm -hmm. lose his cool quite like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And he obviously, like, it's so important to him for him to take a stand against Spike is, like, it just, yeah, shows how out of line Spike was. Well, yes. and, and I think I think there's that scene where he's trimming the bonsai trees. Yeah, and, and I thought that was that was really my interpretation is that was some sort of of symbolism of how much like that decision was eating him alive. Like because he clips off that whole big branch, mm-hmm. and I think it's he's it's showing how like worried and stressed and he frustrated and all those things. Tree. <laughs> he is. <laughs> I was wondering how to interpret that, so I really like that because I was thinking uh, around the same line, but like because he cut off that big piece, it reshapes the entire tree. He doesn't want to lose the piece of spike. Mm. 
Because yeah. he'll yeah. lose all of it, and Spike is important. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I like your interpretation yeah. better. I, th- yeah. I I think they they go kind of hand in hand almost. Yeah. But yeah, it's interesting that they knew she was coming to the opera house, Faye. Like when she arrived, yeah. she's like surprised. The, so so they he flashed her key, um, and so I think I think they were trying to show that like because she said she was going to that box to the valet dude. Yeah. Oh. And and he had her key to her thing, okay. and so they. They knew. And obviously they have they have a lot of resources. Right, right, right. Um so But it was kind of funny when she was like, I've been trying to find this box, and they're like, Oh yes, come in. She's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, no, we've, we've been oh, waiting shit. for you. Yeah. <laughs> With a gun to her back. Uh, yeah. I get it. That's another one of those fame moments. Like everything that she does happens ends up poorly. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. She's so ambitious and she's so capable until she's not. Right. <laughs> she does manage to get out of it, though. Yes. I love the moment where I'm like, oh, my God, is she just leaving? Is she just yes, leaving? Yes, I know. <laughs> Spike is going to die without you. No, and then she called uh, yeah. Jen. Right. But it. still, he came to her rescue, and she just straight up abandoned him in there. <laughs> like, she had no idea if Jet was going to come <laughs> or, like, how long it would take Jet to get there. There's 10 people in there trying to kill spike she's just like mm-hmm. all right see you later thanks for coming yeah it's been good knowing you yeah <laughs> so funny yeah uh, wow such a good episode though I, i'm really glad that we get to that we're recording this right after because i feel like yeah really getting that being able to talk about the show like right after that was emotional yeah like, there's a lot of feelings to feel was, the the i really love the um how well they showed that dynamic between Spike and Jet. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> I love, I also love the line. Um, what did, what did Faye say about men? Um, they're so annoying. Or they're, they're such babies or yeah. like something yeah. along those lines. So we're yelling um, at each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so emotional. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I think it was emotional. <laughs> um, yeah, it just it, it played out so many dynamics and and gave me that stuff. I love knowing where characters came from. Yes. I mean, I think most people do. That's why that's why backstory movies are so mm-hmm. popular. We right love now, our right? origin stories. Yeah. Um, and so so getting to see there's a reason why he's this kind of aimless wandering bounty hunter with no connections to anything because the last thing he was connected to ended very badly yeah yes it we even got some background on a little more background on jet even though we didn't get the specifics was basically he was like the reason i lost my arm is i bit off too like more than i could chew essentially Mm -hmm. and so it like it also gives motivation for why he's so against spike doing whatever he's planning to do exactly and i loved that yeah Yeah. but but like ultimately he still ends up being like I wanted to leave you to your own devices, but I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it because it, I've been there. Yeah. And it, it really gave that like it gave that first real insight into why Jet's around. Mm-hmm. And I get I get the sense that he sees himself in Spike mm-hmm. to an Absolutely. extent. Absolutely. And I love that. Um, Again, it's uh, Uncle Iroh vibes, you know? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Same totally. energy, different person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of like lore in this. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'd like episode. favorite lore drop because for me it was vicious sleeping with Spike's woman. Oh yeah, I mean the drama. Seriously, 
How dare he? They were best friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. He betrayed him. Rude. I feel upset also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I'm curious. Like. I get the sense that those two were like the the two like seconds in command or lieutenants or whatever. It seems and what, that way. I, I want to know so much more about this this organization mm-hmm. um cuz cuz i have I, I you just get the sense because they only give you they give you the, all those flashes were so quick really like, what we paused two or three times to even try <laughs> yes. to figure out what we were seeing yeah um like i just i feel like there's so much more to this story that mm-hmm. i'm i'm very excited yeah can we talk about that weird ass bird yeah. <laughs> i hate it <laughs> if you want to give someone some terror vibes, uh, carry a long sword and have a creepy ass bird on your shoulder. It's like a like, raven. Yeah. It's like a raven, but it had like a woodpecker's. Yeah. Yeah. And it was yeah. long. Like it was, was actually so long. It and was then actually a demon. Yes. <laughs> Am I remembering this wrong? But the bird's beak at some point like it cuts a- someone. It attacked. Um, I think he. I think one he of the attacked, guards. Maybe? No, I think. Um, was it him who attacked? I think he attacked Spike. Probably. The bird did. I thought I it thought. was in that first scene too that I'm remembering. Like the bird mm. is also the beak is also a sword. Probably. I don't know. There's maybe just so I'm remembering much, that wrong. There's just so much to digest. Seriously, I was, I was still trying to process the fact that Spike could be there. Ah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I will never get over it. That. I just well, love like the like the feathers. Every now and then we got a shot of the feathers yeah. coming down, and that was on episode one as well. I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. The the other thing that I think was it, it this episode took me by surprise <laughs> because most of the episodes have started like they show some sort of background. I feel like to whatever situation has gone on. Like mm-hmm. the first the first one opened with um the. The guy with the drugs, yeah, the red red mm-hmm. eye or whatever, blood. See, so knew what you were getting into. Yeah, yeah, you're like, oh, I'm I'm learning some background on whatever this bounty is gonna be. Um, mm-hmm. We got we got the little the little glimpse with Faye. Okay, when we first met her, um, I don't even remember the other ones. I mean, um, explaining but, why sea rats are at LSC. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. all of those things. And so I I just assumed like, okay, whatever's going down here is some sort of like it's it's moderately important, and then he says, "If Spike were here, you would never do this." And it's just like it's like, what? Damn. Are you talking about? <laughs> Honestly, my first thought was like, they must be talking about a different Spike, <laughs> <laughs> not our Spike. No, yeah, surely not. not. It must, it's a, it's a common never. name. <laughs> yeah, and like I knew he had a dark past. That's been my dark implied. Past. My dark past. But um, it's just. Yeah, hard to believe. It's hard to believe. Yeah. How will, how will my broken heart mend? Ah. Yeah. I, it makes me very curious as to how the dynamics between the three characters are going to play out mm. after this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did I did enjoy the comedy, the little piece of comedy at the end where Spike's like, you sing off tune. Yes. And then she hits him with the pillow and throws the <laughs> deck of cards at him. Yeah. And, but then Jet comes in and like, even though she's assaulted somebody in a full body cast, like you get the sense that he's like, well, he probably deserved it. Yes. And he goes back to whatever he was and I doing. Feel like, I feel like almost like, well, back to normal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is a really nice feeling for the crew, you know? Yeah. Which I imagine they assume that Spike 
because he survived, he won. More or less. Is, I mean. Like, like whoever like he was fighting. That. Like, he blew up a church. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. You generally assume that when things blow up, the people inside of it don't survive. Correct. Yeah. I like that because, like, they're not talking about it, obviously. This isn't something yeah. that Spike is willing to divulge. So if, like, Jet has to guess, saved your mm-hmm. ass, Spike, with going home, like, I guess you did what you had right. to do. And we're never going to talk about this again. Yeah. And 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 Faye saw him make the, like, the, the shot to save Faye's life was, like, oh, had to be perfect. Do you know what I forgot to say in my recap is that he goes and sees like an auntie. Yeah, oh, yeah. Anastasia. 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 But she says only two people call me that. Or like didn't... she tells him not to call her that. But there's a picture that shows it's like Mao and this woman. Her. And is it Spike? It wasn't. It was like some old man with gray hair. Some other person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's like obviously they were in on it together and she like she does love him, but she's also extremely upset with him. Yeah, she um, is drinking. Oh my god, she had like a <laughs> cup of whiskey, yeah. and she drank yeah, these were not sho- these were not these were not shots. Mm-hmm. These so were <laughs> it gave me the sense. Pints. It did give me the sense that like whatever went down, Mao and this woman were like on Spike's side, mm-hmm. but they thought he died. So then for him to come back, it's she feels it seems like she feels very betrayed by that. Yeah, like, why would you not come back to us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Mouse went um, and she said, years looking for him, looking for you. Yeah, yeah. she said she said he thought he was still he, that Mao had a feeling that yeah, Spike was still and that everybody yeah. In the first episode, does the name Anastasia come up? Oh, I because I felt oh. like I had heard the name before. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> Listeners, if you know, don't <laughs> yeah, tell us. No, I do. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we want it to be a surprise. I'm still thinking about that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's yeah. Th- this this flipped a switch for me in 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 this episode. But I feel like it also the I can't believe I forgot to mention her because it also gave this sense of like. He did have a family there. He had it's a not life. that he was mm-hmm. it's not that maybe maybe it was a life that he realized he didn't want to live, but there was like a, a community there for him and they loved him and there was a place for him there and he walked away from everything mm-hmm. for some unknown reason. Yeah. Maybe because he got cheated on, but I would imagine there's even more to it. Oh, there than has that to be. <laughs> her yeah. attitude did seem more like we were on your side and you left us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and he said one of the things I don't remember if it was Spike or, or excuse me, if it was Jet or Faye that he says this to, but he says like, "My past is catching up to me." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, so like, there's a lot more than, there's a lot there. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 it's it's obviously an organized crime situation. Yeah. And I I got the sense because of how vicious talked to him, which talk about a villain name. Yeah. Right. It is such a classic <laughs> villain name. I love it. Uh. Uh, I got the sense they were like almost hitmen, yeah. Sort of, which which actually to me now as I'm saying this out loud would explain all the skills that he had. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, or at least they were at least bruisers, like enforcers. Yeah. Yep. Um, Bodyguards. But yeah. But yeah, I, I did I did like that the animators on on this one the artists like. No question that Vicious is a bad guy. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, Head to toe. Yeah. You can tell. Like, yeah. just, like, so many good details. Like, that fucking creepy bird. 
the yeah. sword, the outfit the... that was just bad, but you know, it's all yes. black. He's got like the, the mm-hmm. bell bottoms. It works. Yeah. The yeah. hairstyle, the blue eyes that are just like mm-hmm. icy evil. Piercing, yeah. yeah. The the voice. Mm-hmm. Like, like oh, you're it. gonna murder anybody who gets in your way. Got yes. it. Yes. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> He's obviously still upset with Spike for some reason. Mm-hmm. Dying obviously. to know why. Oh, because they because even Jet said even though Jet didn't know all the information, was like, you know this is a trap. And Spike yeah. was like, yeah, yes. I know. Yes. Like, yeah. like, I'm very aware. Yeah, Spike went yeah. into it knowing what he was going to get and mm-hmm. got it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he did. But, like, no questions were answered. Vicious just talked to him like some kind of petulant child. It was... Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, more questions were raised than answers. And I know that's what they're trying to do because you gotta... Mm-hmm. Now we're building up the story. Now we have that moment where we're like, I need more. I need yeah. to know what's going on. Who are these people? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I love these characters. And I want them to succeed. But like, what's happening? Yeah, absolutely. Do you have any predictions, Kelsey? <sighs> I feel like in the next two or three episodes, we'll start to see a more cohesive team. Mm. I also feel like, though, I could be extremely wrong about that. <laughs> I feel like the dynamic could go either way, but like where they come to some sort of equilibrium or understanding of each other's roles and like start to build that trust. I, this is going to be probably my first specific one. Ooh. I think that this, the stuff that happens in this episode is going to get almost unmentioned in the next episode. Yeah. I, I think they're going to do, they're, they're going to do one of those like, it's back to normal sort of things. Pretend like nothing happened. Almost, yeah, that's yeah. that's my prediction. I ho- I honestly hope I'm super wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I feel like I picked this up a little bit in My Hero Academia, and I feel like with shorter shows like where they're 20 minute episodes, I feel like that's a very common thing to do. Is like mm-hmm. when you have this big heavy lore episode, then you might you might mention it once or twice in the next episode, but it's and there's like maybe very small pieces that that. Mm-hmm. That stay the same, but I think they're going to be bounty hunting. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like my that. that's my that's my prediction. Well, that's solid. Yeah, like this will be one of those overarching, like big time plot points, mm-hmm. and not like necessarily impacting every day to day or episode to episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like in three episodes, we're going to get some more flashbacks or we're going to meet someone. They're going to run into someone from his past again or mm-hmm. what? Or a bird's going to murder someone. <laughs> one or the other, really. Mm-hmm. Terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. So do you have any predictions oh. for us or? Or even for. I know or even for I know you. Yeah. This, I'm but. not far enough yet. Like I, I mm. have better memories of the coming episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, because we finally get Edward soon. Um, mm-hmm. and for me, Edward yes, was kind Edward. of the turn in the. I didn't. It's not that I dislike any of the characters. I just didn't love them. Mm-hmm. They were all just like, "Yeah, you're cool. You're all right. You're fun. I can't wait to learn a little bit more about you." But meeting Edward was just like, "And I love you, and will protect you, and I will die for you." <laughs> <laughs> I would die for Edward. <laughs> I would die for Edward. Um. I, I can I can see that because I feel like I've I've felt a little bit of that in the personalities of the the main characters thus far are f- either Faye Faye doesn't get as much screen time yeah um and we've only seen two episodes 
of of her but but spike spike and jet are both kind of my dark past sort of characters yes. so you don't you don't get a ton of the like we do kind of need someone who you can just be like i love them because mm-hmm. we have ayn but ayn's also not getting yeah, enough screen right getting, yeah what's which, up with that which who do i need to call we need those <laughs> i loved in the episode though when jet was decrypting yeah some of the data uh, I whines at the word decryption because mm-hmm. they're a smart doggy and they know what's mm-hmm. up. Yeah. And then Jet's like, oh no, don't worry about it. But Ayn's like, no, we should worry. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. So but I at can't... this point, Jet doesn't know that he should listen. <laughs> Not yet. I can't. I, I know they must learn it, but I can't remember when. I look forward to it. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's Ayn's time to shine. Yeah. I'd Maybe that's the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I keep predicting this is now twice that I've predicted we'll learn more about Ayn with nothing. <laughs> yep. Yeah, nothing but a little wine out of Ayn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, heck. Well, how many space corgi butts are we given this episode, y'all? I feel like from the enthusiasm in my voice, nobody will be surprised that I'm going with five space corgi butts. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this was definitely, it was kind of like a hook into it. Um, I am definitely like a fluff person, like a lore person. I like to know. And we learned that in My Hero Academia, too, Mm -hmm. about me. And so I feel like that's kind of been missing. The, like, understanding of why are people doing things and what's going on right now is maybe partially why I didn't enjoy the first few episodes as much. Because it's like, this doesn't make sense. Nothing connects to anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but now we know more about all of them. It's like, oh, this is starting to connect. I'm interested to know more. Yeah, I'm also going to give it five. This is, I think I said last episode that like that was the first one where I'd like, I'd like kind of come back for more. Yeah. This is the one, this is the episode that like I, I want to binge. Now. Yes. This is, this is the first one where I've been like, let's, let's do this. Yeah. Let's- <laughs> Need yeah, more. Sure. Mm-hmm. The, it, and, and I think part of it too was it wasn't the, the, you can have really interesting lore and backstory and stuff like that. And, it can be communicated kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like the way the episode was structured was so w- deliberate and well thought out that mm-hmm. that that added a added a lot to it. Because mm-hmm. if it had just been like if Vicious walks in and says like and somewhere and says like, well, I just I don't. Me and Spike have beef. It's like okay, <laughs> great, they have beef. Whatever. Yeah. Right? But like showing the flashbacks and and all this like this dramatic shootout that happened once and is happening again. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was really good. You are my brother, Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> you are the chosen one. <laughs> Here for it. Example of good lore, bad story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. We're going to get a hate mail for that one. That's I know. fine. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> so Stephen if you has have... very strong Star Wars opinions. <laughs> Oof. If uh, y'all want to let us know how much you hated that, uh, you can let Stephen know at uh, the bad DM uh, yes. on Twitter. We have, the rest of us have no part in this. Mm-mm. Not getting into it. Not getting into it. I already got shamed in person about not knowing something Star Wars related. And it was just baffling. Like, you were Woof. taking time out of your day to shame me because I don't know yeah. that specific quote. I no, just... there's, there's so much lore in Star Wars. Huh. Seriously. <laughs> also, like... 
Not everyone's world revolves around Star Wars. You can at me on that if you want to. I love Star Wars. I've Same. watched all of Clone Wars. I'm just saying some people also do other things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's okay that they don't know everything about it. And it doesn't mean they don't know anything. And you can still be a fan and not know every single thing. <laughs> Correct. And we can get off our soapbox now, but I'm just saying. Yeah, thank you. It doesn't mean you don't know anything just because you didn't know the one thing. Yes. I like the soapbox. Anyway. Um, so that being said, if you do want to hear more of us on top of soapboxes shouting about our feelings, you can follow me on Twitter. Wait, sorry. You didn't do your corgi bets. Oh, you're totally right. Oh, that was such a good segue, though. Um, I know, sorry. That's Just okay. move it around, Stephen. Move it around. I, I you can, can do it. I, we'll, <laughs> no, it's fine. It's, what, it might not it's gone. It's gone. The moment. Uh, I am going to give this four and a half corgi okay. bets. Because it almost leaves me with, like, a frustrated feeling of, like, gosh, heckin', I just want more information. Yeah. Um, and also, That's my favorite feeling. Line. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I agree true. with That's you about, about Ayn. Yeah, absolutely about Ayn. Need much more Ayn time. Um, yeah. So that's why the half a butt is missing from my total. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and beyond that, so I'm going to bring it back. Um, if y'all are still interested in listening to me on top of a soapbox screaming about my opinions, you can follow me on Twitter <laughs> as at B underscore Zelda, podcaster, streamer, writer, and community manager for D&D Adventures League. They also do a lot of other really cool things besides screaming. Sometimes. Sometimes. Take selfies. I do a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of dressing up. Yes. That's fun. Yes. Yeah. I love, I dressed up as Ahsoka. Tano from the Clone Ugh. Wars. That's I got shit for that though. I, I saw that. That was amazing. Which, which, yeah, y- y'all. It was, it was an incredible. It was, it was, yeah. it was my so whole good. face was orange. So, it was, yeah. yeah, it was amazing. Fun to wash off. And you can find me at Kelsey D Garcia, but only kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here for that intro. <laughs> Uh, and you can find me at the underscore bad DM doing uh, tabletop role playing game stuff and Dungeons and Dragons stuff. Um, you can find all of that on there, yelling about making the world a better place a lot recently. Um, yeah. With that. Yeah. Well, thanks thank for listening. You. Thanks, y'all. Uh, oh, no. We're back to that one. Beep bop, beep bop, beep bop, We are beep bop. After this episode, that's <laughs> yep. Jody, <laughs> happy. Ave Maria. <laughs> we did it. <laughs>